1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold, right here with the Dustin Gold standard on pain.tv slash gold, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you very much for the people that went and left a five-star review and comments over at Apple Podcasts. We appreciate that. Please do that. Just look up the show, the Dustin Gold Standard. And please feel free to join us at Payne.tv slash gold, where you get an ad-free video version of both the Dustin Gold Standard and the Thomas Paine podcast, who is the mothership of this operation. Ladies and gentlemen, yesterday we covered the Internet of Things and the Internet of Bodies as I begin to introduce you to the metaverse. And... The way that I'm trying to sort of shape this narrative and explain this technology to you, for those of you that um, may not understand or have had time, haven't had the time to study this uh, over the years. In my opinion, you know, based on the research that I have done and I've been sharing with you, I believe there are two things that the elites, the technocrats, these uh, social engineers, the bankers, all of these guys we've been looking at are trying to accomplish. Okay, one is you have to look at the world that we're living in today as sort of the natural world. And then you have what is going to be this cyber world, this complete digital world, which is the metaverse. And then you sort of have this in-between world that's going on. And when Klaus Schwab and Yuval Noah Harari talk about the sort of merger of the biological, uh, physical, and digital worlds, this is what they're referring to. So in the natural world, these guys are basically trying to turn everything into almost a real-life video game. Uh, but it's a prison planet. And so they're doing that with the technology, with the Internet of Things, the Internet of Bodies, as you'll see shortly, the Internet of Senses. And so that's locking us down sort of in this prison planet where everything is monitored, everything is scanned, everything is tracked, everything is run from algorithms, uh, from the Uh, traffic lights, the traffic flow, to your home temperature, to how many times you can flush the toilet, to your smart devices, to when you clock in and clock out of work, to how many steps you're taking, all this stuff they want to manage and control. And then what you have on the other end is the metaverse, which is a complete and total cyber digital world, a second life, video game in which you will live inside of it through your digital clone basically your mind twin of which we reviewed on this show and so that's going to be the metaverse it's a complete and total immersive 3d world video game that you access via a virtual reality headset an augmented reality headset or uh you know a Neuralink brain chip type of device and so, and, and we'll get into, uh, in other shows, I'll review some technology on virtual reality headsets versus augmented reality headsets and the difference between the two of those. But you will access that metaverse, your second life, your digital life, by entering through uh, a headset or a Neuralink brain chip. And their ultimate goal is that you will feel all five senses as you enter this immersive fake you know basically video game world and you will be able to smell and you will be able to taste and you will be able to hear and you will be able to see and you will be able to feel because either one you're going to be wearing basically a sensor suit uh, when you enter the metaverse that allows you to have all these feelings. But in the big dream sense, in their their big giant dream they have, is that when they put a Neuralink brain chip inside your head with the thousand uh, wires going down into your brain with a thousand electrodes on each one, that can actually trigger senses and smells and everything else. So it'll all be taking place sort of in your brain versus your body actually interacting with these things as we know it in the natural world and then sort of the hybrid between them hijacking the natural world and just controlling it with technology like a giant prison planet and the full-blown cyber digital metaverse is this merger of Of Man and machine and the beginning of them genetically modifying humans, turning them into some other kind of form, uh, moving you away from your DNA that you inherited from your parents, putting implantable devices like the brain chip inside of your body. And so they want to actually digitally control your body through what we kind of reviewed last night, the Internet of Bodies. And so... The steps they've taken is they've been building the Internet of Things for 20 years. They've been moving into the Internet of Bodies over the last five years. They're introducing the concept of the Internet of Senses now. They're rolling out the metaverse on a larger scale now. And then the whole idea of this transhumanism, this singularity, the merger of man and machine, is basically all going to come together. And so that's, I mean, honestly, what they're working on. It's like the movie The Matrix. That's how I explain it. It's the easiest way to explain it. Um, I believe that was, I don't even know if that was predictive programming or that was somehow a slap in our face, a way to laugh at us. I'm not sure. But I know that that is what they're trying to do based on their technology, their speeches, their white papers, you know, their investors, the players, the scientists, the engineers, uh, their think tanks, and everything we're reviewing here. And there's so much more to look at. So we're going to get into Internet of Senses. I'm going to show you a little bit about smart cities, and then I'll show you an announcement by one of the major Uh, big major media companies on them building out a metaverse and then we'll probably start to get into this world economic forum metaverse panel discussion that went on. But first, let me give a shout out to one of our loyal listeners, OpTweeter, Op op underscore T-W-E-E-T-E-R on Twitter always sends me interesting stuff the last few shows have been so jam-packed i haven't been able to share it and i share stuff if, if you guys send me something interesting that fits in with what we're talking about so as you know i've covered frictionless shopping and the world of instacart because of my personal experiences um with uh, having to work inside of the gig world for a couple of years uh, during my divorce, but uh, you can listen to that on other shows. So anyway, uh, Op Tweeter sends me this at uh, BuffaloNews dot com, and so there happens to be a Wegman's grocery store. It's a fantastic grocery store, but it's about fifteen minutes for me, and it was a great hub to do Instacart out of. That's the grocery uh, store, uh, grocery shopping app. Uh, And you could make really good money because the customers were a little bit higher end. But let me just tell you that the title of the article is Shoplifting Losses Force Wegmans to Shut Down Self-Scanning App. And this is hilarious because I don't know if I mentioned it here because I believe I got the intel uh prior to me launching the Dustin Gold Standard I believe I gave it to Maria Albanese and she may have talked about it on the Thomas Paine podcast when she co-hosts on Fridays but I had gotten this intelligence from a couple of the managers that I had befriended at Wegmans and I would get information about supply chains and you know food supply and everything from them and so they had told me a couple of months ago That this app they had launched, which was uh, running on Instacart technology, and what they were doing, uh, it was a little different than the frictionless shopping. But basically, a customer would go in the store and they'd open up their app, okay? And then they would walk around the store with paper bags set up in their cart. And they would scan the items that they were selecting and they would weigh them um, like on the scales in the produce section and it would print out a label for them and they'd scan that label. And so they do all this while they're walking around off their phone and then they load up the paper bags and then they would go to self-checkout and they would just scan a QR code, which you probably are all familiar with now, but. I'll get into a show on that, actually, because I had some experience in QR codes many years ago. But they uh, scan the QR code, and it just charges their credit card that they have on file. Well, the managers had told me what was happening was all these old-timers, and they said it was all the old guys, all the senior citizens were going in the store, and they were just basically loading up their bags with tons of stuff, And only scanning a few items, and then when they went to the self-checkout, they'd scan their QR code and be charged for like 20 bucks, but they were taking like $200 worth of groceries. I started laughing when they told me this story. And at that time, I was in Wegmans all the time because I was essentially working out of there as an independent contractor. And so... I was laughing so hard and they said, what, why are you laughing? I said, this is hilarious. I said, you launch a stupid app and try to force your customers. They had banners and signs everywhere. They actually forced the employees uh, the self-checkout, like attendee cashiers, and then the real cashiers to end to train, to push and train any customer that came through onto it and try to force them to do it. And I said, shame on you. You try to force customers into using a stupid app to walk around the store and scan all their stuff and now they're stealing from you. You deserve it. I'm not kidding, folks. I mean, this this is for real. I told them that. And, they, and, and, and um, they couldn't believe it. And I said, oh, I think you deserve it. I think you deserve it because you're forcing regular people to have to walk around and scan all their own items. And now these old timers, uh, some of which, um, you know, had parents that lived through the Great Depression and such, are now ripping you off. I think it's great. I think you deserve it. And so a lot of this actually happened because Wegmans was going through a transition in which the two daughters and son of... The original owner or the owner's son, Danny Wegman was his name, old guy now, who ran the company and built it up from one store in upstate New York to, uh, I think they have 112 or 113 stores now. But their model is similar to like a Walmart or a Costco. They have one of these mega grocery stores every like 30 minute radius. And so the kids took over and they've been introducing a lot of wokeness to the store. They've been treating veteran employees, not military veterans, but employees who have been working there a long time like crap, not, um, you know, cutting their hours and treating them like trash. So I thought it was really funny. And I said, you know, when I was a kid, uh, my great grandfather, uh, Will Corolla I actually called him the last free man on earth because he did not have a social security number and he never paid uh, taxes to the IRS. He grew up, uh, came up through the Great Depression. He managed to speak easy. And when I was a kid, he died when I was about 10, but he was this old kind of grumpy italian guy he smoked cigarettes drank his beer he was a landscaper for wealthy people and then uh, when i knew him when i was a kid he was like a junker so he would go around and he'd smash up metal and he'd collect it and he had a house with um, like a couple bedroom house that sat on top of a three-car garage and he had barrels everywhere and he would load up his barrels with metal And it stunk like grease down there, grease and beer and urine, because he used to urinate in his metal buckets before he brought them down to the scrapyard to weigh them down. (laughs) And so when I was a kid, my great grandfather used to go into these grocery stores that the old timers thought were ripping them off and treating them like garbage. And he would steal steaks. And this guy had some decent money saved up. And so I told the managers this story. And I said, well, I guess the ghost of my great grandfather returned. Turns. So, folks. It's up on the screen here. Shoplifting losses force Wegmans to shut down self-scanning app. And it just says, this is why we can't have nice things. (laughs) Wegmans will discontinue its scan app, which allows shoppers to scan and bag purchases as they move through the store because too many people have been using it to shoplift. The company said it's aware the app is popular, but it is losing too much money to keep it going. Quote, scan users have told us they love the app and the conveniences offers we love it too and have tried many adjustments to keep it unfortunately the losses we are experiencing from this program prevent us from continuing to make it available in its current state end quote the company said in an email to scan customers Shoplifting, or shrinkage, as it's called in the retail industry, is a known hazard itself checkout, especially with handheld devices. But retailers generally accept a certain threshold of loss, which is offset by customer satisfaction and lower labor costs. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what? You know what? I am happy about it. You want to talk about living one foot in the matrix and one foot out of the matrix. We want to sit here and talk about how to push back against the technocrats, push back against these prison planet social engineer wardens. Well, this is how you do it. So God bless the old folks out there. God bless these old timers. You know what, guys? You push back against the system, and the system now has to come up with another solution. I love you all. Thank you for doing this. Ladies and gentlemen, if you see the scan app out there, I'm not telling you to break the law, but I am saying this may be a possible life hack as inflation continues to raise the price of food. If these companies want to partner with the technocrats, partner with Instacart, who is backed by investors tied to InQtel, which is the CIA. Just push back and have at it, folks, because it's a fire sale in this country right now. But push back against their technology. Again, old timers, God bless you, and thank you, thank you for sticking it to the man. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you're listening to pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold right here on the Dustin Gold Standard. And you're listening to pain.tv slash gold. Once again, folks, hat tip to... Op- underscore tweeter on twitter and half tip to the old timers out there who are sticking it to the technocrats i love it folks i love it all right let's jump right in to the internet of senses and i'm not going to do a lot on this topic because this is something new that the technocrats are starting to introduce to the public but i think just You know, if we brush over this, you're going to learn a little bit about it. We don't have to go deep into the technology because I think it's a little more important for us to get to... um, I want to touch on smart cities and then get into the metaverse for you. But this is sort of the third part of the internet of things, the internet of bodies, and now we have the internet of senses. So I have right here Ericsson.com, it's E-R-I-C-S-S-O-N.com, 10 Hot Consumer Trends 2030, the Internet of Senses, folks, 10 Hot Consumer Trends 2030. It says right here, you may already know about the Internet of Things, uh, augmented reality, virtual reality, and haptics, but what's next? To shed some light, we've compiled a list of 10 hot consumer trends worth keeping an eye on and lending an ear to. Although beyond seeing and hearing, it seems the Internet of Senses may be define the next chapter in 5G-enabled online experiences okay let's take a look welcome to the internet of senses and so they have a chart up here for the audio only folks it says uh mind smell sight taste touch sound okay you are sitting in your kitchen as you think about having an arabian nights dinner party the room starts to change arabic music plays softly the plain kitchen tiles take on a uh, bright patterns, and the smell of fragrant lamb stew hits your nostrils. You turn your gaze to the table, which is now covered with a rustic woven cotton cloth, flowers, lit candles, and exotically decorated plates, which you touch and rearrange. Avatars of your friends appear in the chairs. That's like mine Twins. Artificial Intelligence Foundation with Lars Butler, backed by Peter Thiel, CIA partner. Okay? Avatars of your friends appear in the chairs with calendar access, so you simply think, quote, create invitation, end quote. While the calendars are populated, your table fills up with ingredients from a digital store, letting you check their freshness and taste uh, and taste test a new yogurt sauce. Since two guests are vegetarian, you also taste a plant-based stew before placing your order. Folks, thank goodness, because I was going to say that this metaverse, this new uh, immersive internet, immersive Web3, was not very inclusive if they were not going to offer the plant-based stew option inside of the cyber digital second life. All right, let's look. 5G materializing dreams with the Internet of Senses. Hold on one second, folks. I'm just taking a quick note here. Okay, 5G materializing dreams with the Internet of Senses. Today, technology interacts primarily with two senses, sight and sound. At Ericsson Research, our vision is that advanced technology will enable a full Internet of Senses by 2025 and include the ability to digitally communicate thoughts by 2030. Digitally communicate thoughts, very similar to what Elon Musk has talked about. We've we've shown you that. We live in a screen-based 4G world where smartphones are integral to our lives but people aren't expecting this to be the case for much longer half the world's smartphone users predict that by 2025 we will all be wearing lightweight fashionable augmented reality glasses consumers also predict wearables that can instantly translate languages Allow us to control our sound environment and experience smell, taste, textures, and temperature digitally. As consumers step further into this sensory digital world, they will require hyper fast connectivity, imperceptible uh, edge, computating based lag, and advanced automation. Okay. Now, I don't know if any of you guys have been to, say, Universal Studios in the last, you know, 10 years. I took uh, my ex stepkid and they had, uh, they call them sort of these 4D rides. And you sit inside of uh, like a cart, and it's kind of like a roller coaster indoors that goes around to these big kind of 3d screens but then also they spray water at you and you feel heat and everything else so it's like four dimensional and they'll have a robot that looks like it jumps down on the hood of the car and it's shaking the car and stuff like that so basically they want to bring this into your into your living room okay it says consumers expect an internet of senses This vision is not only based on expected technological advances, but also on consumer research. Urban early adapters expect that we will be using all of our senses online by 2030. Of those, 68% want to use at least one of six conceptual Internet of Senses applications we have asked about, and 81% are open to the idea overall. Of those who want an Internet of Senses, 40% see immersive entertainment as a main driver for this change, 33% think better online shopping will be key, and 31% think this change will come about due to the climate crisis. The big five tech companies, along with industry-specific companies, are expected to dominate and run roughly half of all Internet of Census services by 2030. Now, you would say to yourself, this Ericsson uh, research could just be making this up. I doubt it. I mean, talk to some younger people who are constantly glued to their phone or to their video games. And these kind of – I intentionally have conversations with friends of ours, uh, children, uh, and friends of my uh, ex-stepchildren who were addicted to devices and video games, and they actually want this. You can go on YouTube videos uh, on this type of technology and just read the thousands of comments. I told you that there's people literally begging to have the brain chip put inside of their head so that they can be smarter and access the Internet faster. And play video games inside their head. They think it's fantastic. So it says, trend one, your brain is the user interface. Many predict that the lines between thinking and doing will blur. More than 2,000 years ago, Greek philosophers thought that each human was alone and could never truly know the existence of another. This isolation is simply part of human condition, but maybe not for much longer. By 2030, technology is set to respond to our thoughts and even share them with others. Think what that will mean. Think, and that will mean. Yes, think what that will mean. Semicolon, think, and that will mean. OK, so as you see, this fits in line exactly with the type of technology we saw uh, Elon Musk talking about um, on Joe Rogan experience with the ability to communicate with other people without ever having to actually speak. And we saw Dennis Bushnell the chief scientist of NASA for the last 40 years in his 2018 speech basically gloat over the fact that children aged 3 to 7 are on the playground using their smartphones to text each other to communicate instead of actually walking up to each other and having a conversation. He called it the human evolution of humans and said well you're just going to have to deal with it he thought it was fantastic so i'm not going to read everything in this article and so if you want to find this article again it's uh erickson with two com, and just look up erickson internet of senses and you'll be able to find it but the, this article is very very long and i'd have to spend probably two shows Um, going over the whole article, and I don't think the majority of you would actually want me to do that. So, it says, trend one, your brain is the user interface. Okay, now, trend two sounds like me. How we listen to, speak to, and understand each other is do a big digital upgrade. Okay, They're saying how we speak needs a digital upgrade. Sounds are all around us, from soothing melodies we choose to play through our earphones to nuisance noises like the jangle of the subway train. By 2030, consumers expect to be fully in control of not only what they hear, but also of what others hear from them. Consumers will more actively shape their sound world and no longer be content with exposure to unwanted ambient sounds. Now, as it says there, which is kind of creepy, that the consumer, which, okay, say the consumer did do a study and said they want this. It also means this is what the technocrats are building. So when it says there that consumers also want to be in control of what others hear from them, That's very similar to what Yuval Noah Harari has said, that these technocrats will basically be able to read your feelings and essentially hear what you are saying to yourself so that they know what you're actually feeling. It says here, I'll read these two, 51%, around half expect to have headbands that can transmit sound directly to our brains, 54% in crowded places such as buses, 54% expect to be able to create a digital sound bubble to block out unwanted noise. Now, folks, once they connect you to the VR headset or the Neuralink brain chip, while you're sitting in your 400-square-foot pod prison cell, your smart apartment, you'll be going into the subway, but you'll be entering it through the metaverse, as we will get into shortly, so you won't have any sound problems. And that is what this Internet of Census is all about. Don't think for a second that it's really about you being able to use a Bose cancellation, noise cancellation headset down in the subway. This is the technology they're developing for the apparatus that you'll be wearing when you enter the metaverse or for the neurotechnology that, Neuralink brain chip will be using as it's planted inside your head when you're entering the metaverse when we get back folks we're going to go down the rest of this list and then i will advance into smart cities and the metaverse ladies and gentlemen i am dustin gold this is the dustin gold standard and you're listening to pain.tv slash gold in the metaverse Or listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv